Can you physically lower the seat height of a dirt bike? Well, in this video, I'm going to show you that you can, how much you can, why you should, as well as the consequences if you do. So how many inches can you lower the seat height of pretty much any dirt bike? Well, on average, you can get one to two inches lower pretty easily without any major mods. And if you do do major mods, you can get up to three or four inches, which makes a huge difference. But the question is, should you lower the seat height? Well, if you're like me and have super short legs, or you're like my favorite kaiju monster that has really stiff legs, so it's hard to swing over uh, the seat, or you're afraid of when you come to a stop that you won't be able to touch the ground. When you lower the seat height of your dirt bike, this makes you closer to the ground, which gives you more confidence because you're not worried about stopping, tipping over, not being able to reach the ground. So the first and one of the easiest ways to lower the seat height is by shaving the seat foam. Now it depends on what your seat actually is shaped like, how much foam it has based on the model because some newer bikes they have very little foam to begin with but if you have an older dirt bike it might have a ton of foam so you can get anywhere from one to three inches lower by shaving the foam and how do you do that? Well you have to take the seat cover off, it's usually stapled on so it's it's going to take a little bit of time, but it's really a pretty easy process. You basically just take a knife or something to easily cut the foam off, and then you got to uh, reshape it so that it's a similar or a still a comfortable shape when you put the seat cover back on. Because the mistake that I made the first time I did this is I shaved about an inch and a half off in the middle of my well, WR450F, but then I forgot to shave the edges down so it was basically flat and then a sharp corner and this made it really uncomfortable uh, for my inner thighs when sitting on the seat. And when you do have it tapered down this also makes it easier to reach the ground because your legs don't have to go as far out on the seat before they go down. And if you're a trail rider that wants to have more confidence, you can grab my Master Your Confidence Trail Riding Handbook at motocrosshideout.com confidence or the link in the description below. Number two way to lower the seat height is by using a smaller tire or tires. This won't give you as much of a difference as the seat foam, but if you're using an extra tall or large diameter tire, uh, the taller sidewall as well as the taller knobs will raise the seat height an inch or a half an inch and when you use a smaller tire for example going down from a 110 sidewall to a 100 or a 90 this will make the tire diameter smaller and it'll bring your bike closer to the ground or using a tire with shorter knobs and obviously you're not going to get the same traction or feel as your previous tire so you just got to compare the pros and cons number three for lowering your dirt bike is by changing the shock preload and I want to first say that adjusting your shock preload or your sag or your ride height is important for getting the proper handling and suspension performance of your dirt bike but I had a good friend and very knowledgeable friend he owned his own Yamaha Honda motorcycle dealer back in the day and he showed me the trick of loosening up the shock sag to decrease the preload and this really brings down the rear of the bike and lowers the seat height and if you don't want to change your preload you can also take your rear shock to a local suspension tuner a professional to 
uh, add a spacer inside to lower the dirt bike. And if you're a beginner, you may not notice a huge difference in the handling effects, but if you're an experienced rider, I don't recommend this unless you do number four as well, and that is lowering your forks. You can easily lower the front end by raising up the forks in the triple clamps. So you just loosen the pinch bolts on the triple clamps and then you raise the forks up and this will bring the front end down. So if you change the sag or lower the rear, your rear is gonna be low here. So if you raise the forks up in the clamps and lower the front end, this will level the bike back out because if it's not balanced front to back, you're gonna have some really bad handling. For example, if the rear end is too low, it's gonna be too stable. The front end's gonna be too high and you won't be able to get enough weight on the front end. And this causes the front end to wash out more easily. It's gonna be very unstable and it's not gonna be easy to turn when you're at lower speeds, like under 15 miles an hour. Whereas if the rear end is too high and the front end is too low, this is gonna make the front end feel soft and possibly even harsh because it's too low in the suspension travel. You can also send your forks to your local suspension tuner uh, to get a spacer put in or the springs cut, you will lose that suspension travel, but if you're not using it all anyway, then you might as well lower it if that'll give you more confidence. Number five is lowering the rear as well, but you're not doing anything to the shock, and it's with a lowering linkage. And the lowering linkage is attached to the rear shock, and when you get an aftermarket one, one that's adjustable or one that just simply lowers it anywhere from half an inch up to inch and a half, or maybe even two inches, depending on the model. It's not the cheapest mod, uh, anywhere from usually 100 to 200 bucks, but it's 100% reversible. So maybe you or your wife or your kid is just starting out on a bigger bike and they want the seat height a little bit lower to get more confidence, we can add a lowering link to it to bring it down an inch or two. And then once they build up their skills and confidence, they can put the stock linkage back on and raise it back up. And when you do use a lowering linkage, this will make the bike sit lower, obviously, but it'll make the bike feel longer and heavier steering. So it's going to be more stable, but when you're in a tighter trail section, tight turns, sharp corners, it's gonna be a little bit harder to turn because you change the geometry of the bike. It's the similar effect of increasing the swing arm length, making the wheelbase longer. Number six is lowering your subframe. And I really don't recommend this if you're a beginner or if you're not familiar with modifying the chassis on your dirt bike. This is pretty much for experts only, but it is a way to get an extra inch or so uh, lower seat height. And basically it's, cutting out a section of the subframe and then welding it back together. It's not the best way to do it because it will affect how your seat and your plastics fit as well as your exhaust and getting proper welds done is super important so that it's just as strong as the factory subframe. So you really have to think before you act. You need to plan out if you're gonna lower your dirt bike and here are some consequences or just some results that you need to be aware of. One, if the suspension is lowered, then your kickstand might be too tall. If your dirt bike has a kickstand and you lean it over and it's standing almost upright because you lowered the suspension, well, it's more likely to tip over. So you're probably gonna have to cut a section of the kickstand off or get an aftermarket one if you want it to properly lean on the kickstand. Number two, if you're shaving the seat foam, 
your bum is not gonna be as comfortable because there's less foam, less cushion. That means if you want a comfortable seat, if your backside gets sore real easily, you gotta keep that in mind when you're shaving the seat foam. And if you do have enough seat foam, uh, you can drill some holes in it to make it a little bit plusher if the stock foam is really stiff. Number three, you're gonna have less ground clearance if you're using uh, lowering linkage or lowering the suspension, which means if you're riding trails with logs and rocks, stuff that you could possibly hit, the lower ground clearance, you're gonna get caught up on it more. Or if you're riding like deep ruts in corners or like soft or muddy terrain and there's long straight ruts, your foot pegs and your uh, lower frame cradle is more likely to get caught and hung up in it. Number four, I briefly mentioned it, but when you lower the suspension, or you change the rear linkage, you're gonna have less suspension performance. You're not gonna have the full travel to absorb the impacts. Number five is the different steering or handling. So when you lower the bike, it's gonna feel longer, uh, slower turning. Number six, the cockpit is gonna feel a little bit different uh, depending on what mods you do. For example, if you're shaving the seat foam, you're gonna be sitting lower, but the handlebars are gonna feel higher. So you may have to get lower handlebars, you may have to adjust your levers, and you can also get uh, adjustable foot pegs that are different height or have a different offset that are back farther or up closer. And number seven is slightly different gearing if you're using like a different size tire. It's kind of like changing a sprocket and if you're a beginner, you're probably not going to notice, but if you're an experienced or expert rider, you might notice a little less top speed or more top speed depending on what size tire you go with. And if you have short legs like me, well then I highly suggest checking out this video on how to ride if you're short. It'll show you some super simple tips on how to stay balanced as well as what to do when you come to a stop so that you don't fall over. I'm Kelly Fager from Motocross Hideout. Learn more ride more.